Boom. Hello, and welcome to the Carter Comic Cast. Alliteration is sexy, and so is our title. Let's get started. There seems to have been a trend in American comic books that the hero isn't allowed to be happy. It's something that started in the 70s, hit a high in the early 2000s, and is still prevalent today. The thought process behind it stems from the comic book industry wanting to be taken seriously by outside viewers. Now, the idea of the depressed superhero is the norm, reaching A-list names like Batman, Spider-Man, and Deadpool to C-listers like Adam Strange and Mr. Miracle. Once a straightforward power fantasy, American comic books have evolved into something more inspirational. I think the industry believes most of their readers have dealt with or are currently dealing with some level of depression, and judging by sales statistics, this may be true. Depressed heroes sell better. It's a fact. What does it say for a reader base where depression is so relatable and, overcoming it, inspirational? If these super-powered godlike beings experience the same thoughts and feelings we do, and bounce back, then so can we. Now, let's talk about some Batman. Everyone knows Batman, everyone knows his deal, his origin story. All of Gotham City to choose from, and billionaires Thomas and Martha Wayne go to a neighborhood called Crime Alley for family movie night. The sheer hubris of the Waynes in this moment is insurmountable. We simply must go to Crime Alley, Martha. It's simply exquisite, Martha. Why, Crime Alley is where I would frolic as a youth, Martha. Thomas, that's a wonderful idea. Simply splendid. I've worn my finest pearls tonight just for the occasion, Thomas. Then they get shot down in a robbery because of course they do. Fun little trivia fact. The movie they were seeing was Zorro. Originally, it would have been the 1920s Mark of Zorro, a cinema classic. But right now, due to the sliding timescale of comic books, it would have to be the 1998 Antonio Banderas starring The Mask of Zorro. So, Martha Wayne walks into this pedestrian theater, dressed to the teeth in Prada and fur, all to go see Antonio Banderas. The hubris, I tell ya! As it stands now in the world of Batman, Antonio Banderas inspired Batman to be Batman. In a couple years from now, the sliding timescale will strike again, and The Mask of Zorro is going to be too old a movie for 8-year-old Brucey to have seen, and so it's going to have to be updated again. Zorro movies don't come out frequently like they used to, so updated to what, you may ask? The answer is simple. Obviously, Shrek 2 with Puss in Boots inspiring Batman, not only for crime fighting, but also a cat fetish. The sliding timescale in relation to Zorro movies was a problem Batman the Animated Series avoided by omitting the use of Zorro and instead having Bruce been inspired by the Grey Ghost, a fictional character within the fiction who existed in a TV pulp show. Grey Ghost being a stand-in for Zorro is acknowledged in Teen Titans Go to the Movies where you can see a theater sign showcasing a double feature of the Grey Ghost and Zorro. The Christopher Nolan movies skip both the Grey Ghost and Zorro, and even the movie theater idea altogether, and instead opt for the boring and too-on-the-nose Die Flautermouse, a German opera 
which title translates to The Bat. While it makes more sense for the incredibly rich Waynes to have been at the opera instead of a movie, omitting Zorro and the Grey Ghost takes away from the character of Batman. He needs a heroic role model to aspire to. Batman loving Zorro or the Grey Ghost relates him to the reader or viewer. Batman is the reader's Zorro or Grey Ghost. It adds a layer of him being a kid who just wants to play dress-up. And now, for a very special message from our sponsors. Today's episode of Carter's Comic Cast is brought to you by Emily's Shoes That Run For You. You don't have to do the running, they do it all for you. You want that exercise? You got it. The shoes do all the work for you and you still burn all the necessary calories you need to keep that weight off. So, next time you're in the market for some premium weight loss and some sick gains along with a tight booty that you can only get from jogging, we recommend you pick up the Emily's Shoes That Run For You. See, there's a common misconception that Batman is incredibly cool, but nah, in actuality, he's a real tosser, ain't he? Break it down and Batman is basically your dad. Bad jokes, emotionally closed off, mildly distant, and dressed up in black leather. I'm of the opinion that campy Batman is best Batman, but I digress. Tom King's Rebirth Batman run has been going for the last few years now and is wrapping up mid-2020-ish. King's run is notable for being extremely about Batman's emotions. King has been writing it as a love story between Batman and Catwoman, one that reached a proposal and a wedding, but ultimately ended with old Brucey being left at the altar slash rooftop. This was followed up by more emotional turmoil for Bruce, finally giving way for the reveal that all the hurt feelings, romance, and even wedding were all part of a master plan by Bane to emotionally break the bat. What a twist! Breaking Batman's back in the 90s didn't work, so now Bane's going straight for the feelings. A true villain. Bane's calamitive confrontation is coming up soon in the finale issues. Preview pages showing Bane's insistence on fighting in the nude continuing on. First, Bane had his practice naked fight with Batman's university place dad and also a Batman, Thomas, and now he's moving on to the main course. Observant readers may notice that Batman gets naked, or almost naked, a lot in King's Run, and there is a reason for this. Artist Mikkel Janin just loves his cheesecake, and King caters to this. The frequency with which Bruce is in various stages of undress is honestly hilarious. So check out King's Batman Run, it's good stuff, it lightly ties in to Doomsday Clock, it's got romance, it's got it all. And now, for a very special message from our sponsors. So, you find yourself thirsty, don't ya? In more ways than one, but we're gonna focus on just one right now. You need a water bottle that is both sturdy and environmentally friendly. The best way to do this is to get the Contigo Metal Water Bottle. This revolutionary system of water bottle and metal is machine washable, probably. And you don't throw it out in the cycling, you save turtles. No waste here, no plastic. Reuse, reuse, use Contigo. Reviews time! Let's go, speed round! 
X-Men number one by Jonathan Hickman and Lionel Francis presented some interesting floor plans of the new Summers residence. Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean all sharing a room, raunchy and intriguing. 10 out of 10, Thruple Theory confirmed. Hickman and Pepe Larez and R.B. Silva's House of X and Powers of X both concluded, Professor X realized his dream was unaccomplishable. Moving stuff, 9 out of 10. While you were sleeping, the world changed. Amazing Spider-Man 31 by Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley. Pretty meh stuff, 5 out of 10. Carnage is lame. Daredevil 12 by Chip Zdarsky and Marco Chachetto. Straight fire. Zdarsky has been killing it. 9 out of 10. Kingpin accidentally killed a guy. Gwenpool Strikes Back, number 3, by Leah Williams and David Baldian. I love Gwenpool. She's a fave of mine. Williams is displaying an understanding of the character I didn't expect. 8 out of 10. Not enough land sharks. Batman 80, by Tom King and John Romita Jr. A lot of badass moments. Batman's taking Gotham back. Basic stuff. I'm not a fan of Romita Jr.'s art. 7 out of 10. Hell yeah. Runaways 29 by Chris Anka and Rainbow Raul continues to be a sleeper hit. The Runaways have left their home and now are attempting to be superheroes. 9 out of 10? It's pretty good. Justice League 33 by Scott Snyder, James Tinian 4, and Bruno Redondo. Snyder has made his love for Grant Morrison's DC work known, and it's shown here again with the appearance by the Justice Legion A from DC's DC 1 million event. The final page had one of the coolest final reveals in recent memory, with Commandi meeting with and recruiting the Justice League Beyond to help the Earth Prime Leaguers fight off Brainiac and his collected futures like the bottled city of Kandor. 8 out of 10, Justice Leagues Unlimited. That's it for today. Thanks for listening, and catch ya next week for more comic book fun times. Boom.